You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie. And last week was a great week for me because I got the chance to go to the Idea World 2023 conference. Uh, I went last year, and I don't know if you remember this, but last year I was awarded the Personal Trainer of the Year Award. And that was that's, that award is on my mantle. That award is something that um, means a lot to me. It's a big deal because Idea World is one of my favorite conferences I've ever been to, and I've been going for years and years and years. And I absolutely adore it. And I get to meet a lot of people and a lot of the educators, but the attendees as well. And, and when I was there this time, the, what they do is they have the personal trainer of the year uh, award the next personal trainer of the year uh, and, and call out that recipient. So at the, the opening ceremonies, I was able to get up and introduce the new personal trainer of the year a very special person named Darian Parker. And I'm going to reach out to Darian, see if I can get him on the podcast, because I think he's just a special person. He's very kind and giving and well-deserving as I got a chance to read over his, uh, his resume. And there were a series of questions that had to be answered. And I was like, I don't know how you don't pick this guy. It was just special. There's a specialness about him. And, uh, and so, what an absolute delight. So Darian, if you're listening, let's get you on the podcast. And then also I was able to sit in on a pre-con. And so pre-con is pre-conference. What they do is they have these conferences, but a pre-con is usually a longer session, sometimes four to eight hours of like a, a an extensive workshop. And that was done by Maurice Williams, who works for NASM. And he is a faculty member, teaches the exercise science and kinesiology department at Fried Hardeman and, uh, in Tennessee, Henderson, Tennessee. And he did a, a pre-con on the introduction to personal training, the NASM way. And so I want to read to you a little bit of the introduction. And this is the kind of stuff that makes me love these live workshops, right? So it says, if you're newly certified personal trainer or interested in entering the, the profession of personal training, this pre-event intensive is for you. This workshop will provide you with entry-level tools that you need to be confident in your ability to help clients achieve their goals. In addition to providing baseline information on how to conduct the first session, you'll understand basic training concepts, relevant research, exercise technique, program design, and elementary assessment tools uh, to use the right way. You're going to get valuable information. And sitting in on the course, it was valuable information. And Maurice did an excellent job of talking through with these, these relatively new fitness professionals that are coming live in person to try to figure it out. And that's what I love about the live workshops and the live events and the conferences is it's different. You know, like, I okay, so online education, I like it because if you miss something in a live workshop, it's not like you hit rewind and, and you can ask questions, you can ask deeper questions, but when you're doing online education, you can watch it again and you can watch it again and you can watch it again. And that's great, but there's something... It's not, it's not inspiring, usually, <laughs> like you go and watch something online, 
it doesn't tend to be inspiring, but something about being present with other people with a similar goal and similar needs and our clients who have also similar needs and that you can talk about it and you can talk about application and you can ask personal questions about you and your business and your training and your clients to somebody in real time that some special about that some special about being uh, part of this the live events and um and that's another reason why i appreciate these conferences so much so uh, on Thursday morning, I did something. Uh, it was a workout called Balance Training, the hardest exercises you're not doing. And I've talked on this podcast about balance training before, and I've done balance training workshops and workouts. And got to be honest, like it's hard to stand on one foot. Now, it doesn't mean that that it's hard to do and not put your foot down. I just mean that if you do it for any amount of time beyond maybe a 30 second, when you start to add another 30 seconds and then you switch the exercise and you add another 30 seconds. And I tend to do things in 30 second blocks when it comes to balance exercises. And I like to pair up usually about four exercises. So it's two minutes on one leg, two minutes on the other leg. So if you look at the components of a workout uh, that NASM will do, like there's flexibility and there's cardio and then there's core balance and plyometric and reactive training, speed, agility, and quickness and resistance training. So we'll kind of go through and, and I didn't do the core exercises, but uh, because it's a balance training workout and workshop, but you do the balance training first and then you take that core that you've already kind of created some stabilization around, including the hips and you plug it on one leg and now you add balance to your core work. And the core work is just core kind of preparatory training. It's not like you're exhausting your core first exercise of the day. It's that you're trying to wake it up and get it stimulated so that it stabilizes. And then you put that stable core on top of a stable leg, hopefully. And you do these exercises and you create this kind of gripping with your foot. And we talked about uh, keeping your feet straight ahead and doing some trunk rotations. And as you do that, if I rotate to my right side, my right arch elevates. So you're going to push your first metatarsal head or the base of your big toe, and you're going to push your big toe down into the ground and watch as you rotate to the right, how your foot arches. And then you can do it to the left and your foot arches. And then you try to maintain those arches while doing a single leg balance exercise. So some of the exercises might be standing on a single leg, single leg frontal plane reach. So you just reach out to the side for 30 seconds. Right? And then the next one, I like to do single leg arm runners. So while standing on that single leg, just pumping your arms forward and backwards like you're running. Right? It doesn't have to be fast, but the sagittal plane movement creates a transverse plane force that you have to stabilize. And that can be really tricky. It's one of the harder exercises to do and maintain your balance. Uh, and then also maintaining the arch in your foot. So right there, we've done two exercises. We're a minute into it. People are already starting to stomp their feet on the ground to try to stomp the fire out of the burn that's happening at the bottom of their foot. And they're starting to feel it in their hips a little bit. And we still have 60 seconds to go. So standing on the single leg, now you've done single leg frontal plane reach. You've done single leg arm runners. Let's do a reverse lunge to balance, but short and quick. So you don't go deep into it. 
but you do move quickly. So lunge to balance, short and quick, back and forth, back and forth. And then you can do one more stabilizing exercise at the end. And that might be standing on a single leg, hip hike and hip drop. This frontal plane movement back again, where you're doing a hip hike and hip drop while standing on a single leg. All right. Then you got to switch legs and you're like, I can't believe it. I have to do two legs. Yeah, you got to do two legs, but that's hard. That's a challenge. And so we went through a series and multiple series of these exercises so that you could experience what it's like to do balance training and make it challenging. And the truth of the matter, it is challenging. It's very challenging. It's difficult. It burns. But people don't do it because they don't see it as being challenging and they don't know how it burns calories. And, and if it's not helping me with my beach muscles, then I guess we won't do it. And um, first of all, it's a great warm up. Secondly, it is balance is one of the most important things that you can train because usually you don't worry about things that you have until you start to lose them. And it's important to know that um, that you can build a strong, uh, your ability to balance in, in a very profound way prior to what can happen as you age and as different things start to happen to you where your balance becomes very, very vital to you. Uh, so balance training was one of the things that I did on. And then I did a lecture. And the lecture after the opening ceremonies was entitled The Frightening Facts Behind Sedentary Behaviors. And you and I have had conversations about the frightening facts behind sedentary behaviors. But I'm just going to give you the biggest takeaways. One is that you can exercise regularly and hit your 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous physical activity every week. And you can still be sedentary. You can do 30 minutes of exercise every day for seven days. And if you do 30 minutes every day and you basically sit or recline the rest of the day, you're sedentary. That's still sedentary. And scary, here's another one. You can be both physically active and highly sedentary. And then even though this can help you, being sedentary may have a different effect and different issues than not getting enough exercise. That's That unnerved me when I first found out. When I first found out that, that you could be sedentary while still hitting the minimum dose that you should be doing every single week, that you're doing the minimum and you're still sedentary. And it makes sense, of course, like you could walk 30 minutes a day, but sit the rest of the day. And that's, that could be still highly damaging to, you Now, the benefits of the walking or the running or the exercise that you're doing doesn't necessarily undo the damage that being sedentary does. And that's because they may have different set of issues that they can address. All right. Um, another key takeaway, those that get enough physical activity throughout the day have decreased morbidity, morbidity and mortality rates independent of body weight. So as long as you're getting enough physical activity through the day, you're going to decrease your morbidity and mortality rate. And it don't matter how big you are. You are being able to say physical activity trumps body weight. You just got to get out and move. And move regularly, not just 30 minutes of exercise at a bump, 
right? But getting your 150 minutes of physical activity, but also being physically active throughout the day. It is those prolonged, um, those prolonged moments of sitting and the prolonged moments of lying down and reclining that are very, very dangerous to our overall health. So y'all know I like drinking water. I tell people to drink water and not just because drinking water is healthy for you, because I think that you drink a lot of water, you'll get up uh, on the regular basis, at least to go to the bathroom. So that's breaking up sedentary behavior. So drink water so you go pee. I like that. I like that. drink more water so you get up and go pee. There was a great study that was done where they did three hours of just having somebody lie in bed. These were youth. These were overweight youth. And then um, they had three hours, but every 30 minutes they had them get up on a treadmill and do like a moderate intensity treadmill work for three minutes. And at the end of it, they measured their blood glucose and they measured their insulin and they measured a lot of the things that, you know, I, I pay attention to for somebody that likes to study and focus on diabetes and fitness's effect on diabetes. And, and the outcomes were spectacular, which also then points to the scary parts of people that just continue to sit and lie down throughout the day. So getting up and moving about, that is very, very important. What else? What else happened at the show? All right. Well, I also did some. Uh, I also did some work at the NASM booth, and I was interviewed by the amazing Mallory Fox for the NASM channel. And Mallory did a great job. We were just kind of chatting about some things, and then my friend Dr. Scott Cheatham came on right after me, and we had this anatomy guy. So it's some jacked dude with a really low body fat, and we had an artist paint muscles on the side of his body and. Dr. Scott Cheatham, who's been on this uh, on this show multiple times, like like I've said, he is my Steve Martin. You don't even know he's not a member of the cast. He's been on for so long. So um, it was great to reconnect with Scott, watch Scott do his thing with the anatomy model. And then he and I got to reconnect, and we're very excited to say that I'm going to try to get him on uh, quarterly. So we'll get him on quarterly every three months or so. He is going to be back and just make it a regular thing. The way that it was before having Dr. Scott Cheatham back on again, because he just makes me laugh. He makes me giggle. He makes me giggle when he giggles, Mr. Giggles. But he's so smart too. So then you can learn something from him and then laugh while you're doing it. My man, get back over here. Let's get you on the show. I also was interviewed by Lionel College about my opinion on the future of fitness and the words of wisdom that I would tell my younger self. And um, the future of fitness is an interesting one. And uh, maybe maybe we'll have a conversation about the future of fitness and maybe um, about what I would tell my younger self on another episode and another podcast. But I think that that was a, that was a really interesting series of questions. And I was glad to see my old friend, Vincent Mezzo at Lionel College as a content provider and director of um, creating the, the courses and the things that go on at that school. And I'm not that familiar with Lionel College, but I am very familiar with Vincent Mezzo and um, the, the college is better because they have somebody like him. So shout out, Vincent. I'm very proud of you. I'm glad that you made it there. And I hope you're doing quite well. Uh, I did a meet and greet. So meet and greet with some people at the booth and get a chance to get ideas for podcast and just say hi to people who had come by the booth. And that was always fun. 
And then, you know, reconnecting and uh, going to different um, sessions. So me being a student, not just me presenting, but me going and being a student. So I want to shout out one of the the ones that I had gone to, and it was Dr. Jan Schroeder from Long Beach State University, and she did one on metabolism. And rather than me trying to recap to you about the difference between static and dynamic metabolism, I'm going to have her on the show. So I talked to her about it. She kind of blackmailed me, really. She was like, well, if I'm going to be on your show, I'll do that. But you got to be on a show that we do for the university. So... Fine, fine, fine. More than happy to do that, Jan. And I am delighted to know that we're going to get you on the show. So I'll reach out to, to Jan soon, get her scheduled on an episode, and we'll listen to her and her discussion about metabolism. Now, I've had Fabio Camana on in the past to talk about metabolism, and, and I love it. It's something that physiology and exercise physiology and, and that kind of stuff is not something that's my focus. So to have people who have such a significant knowledge in it, it makes it absolutely delightful for me to sit uh, at the knees of uh, masters who have really focused on mastering their craft. And these are brilliant people. And I'm looking forward to learning from them and bringing them on the show so that you can too. With that being said, uh, I love live education. And one of the things that we get a chance to do is, uh, you know, it's not real time, but you get a chance to ask me questions. And a lot of you take advantage of that. You do reach out to me and you hit me up on my DMs and Instagram, or you shoot me an email. So if you'd like to do that, you want to reach out to me, feel free to. You can hit me up on Instagram at dr.rickritchie. Or you can email me, rick.richie at nasm.org. Thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, share with your fitness friends and family, and keep inspiring people to fitness. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for listening. This has been the NASM CPT Podcast.